Shomalechem Rabotai, Mishnah Yomi continues for Asara B'Tevet, the fast day. And it's interesting that this commemorates the day uh, when the siege began on Yerushalayim um, by Nebuchadnezzar's armies, but no one actually died that day. And, and it's a reminder that when things start to go wrong, we shouldn't wait until things are going seriously wrong. We should make the effort when things, you know, when, when it's the beginning of a problem to try to rectify the problem right away. Anyway, we're holding in Shabbat in the 16th chapter in the fourth Mishnah. And to there, Motzi Koklea He could carry out all of the utensils he uses. Now, where's Sham? So, yesterday's learning, we talked about carrying things out from a house that has a fire inside of it to the courtyard, which is right outside that house. There's a debate if that's even without an Erev. The sages said it needs an Erev to carry things out into there from the house on fire. So here you could also carry all of his clay tashmishu. So kalim, these are kalim that are not muksa on Shabbos, his dishes, his pots and pans. The lovesh, and he can put on clothing, kol mashiach whatever he can wear. And wrap around him whatever he can wrap around him. We use this Lashon Atuf when we put on our Talis Godol, our Talit Godol, Lehit Atef Batsitsi, to wrap around. So, like a, a scarf or a shawl or a Talit. Rabbi Yossi says he can wear 18 things. Now, the Bartner actually lists all of these things because apparently the most uh, garments and hats and scarves and things that someone's going to wear at one time is 18. So when it's really cold out, I guess you wear 18 layers of uh, garments of clothing. The choser, velovesh, emotes, you can go back inside, put on more clothing, and then bring it out. Now, if you recall, yesterday we did not allow this by bringing food out from the path of a fire. Um, now, the reasoning here is because he's putting on all these layers of clothing. It's like a shinui. <laughs> He's going to realize, since it's weird to put on all these layers of clothing, that he's doing this just to save his clothing as an allowance of the sages because they were concerned, you know, if we don't let people save any of their items or clothing, they're going to come and put out the fire due to the stress and the anxiety of having a fire inside their house. The Mishnah continues, tell other people, come and save with me. Now, the Bartner points out, it's interesting that we said before by the food, Come and save for yourself. Come and save for yourself. It's all hefker in here. He's saying, come and save it with me. So Bartner points out the difference there is by food, if someone has not had the meal yet, the Friday night meal, then he needs to save the food for that meal. And somebody already ate the Friday night dinner, brought in early Shabbos or whatever it is, so he might not have the allowance to save that food. So it's a little different by food than by clothing. Mishnah Hay, Rebbe Shimon ben Nanas Omer, Horsin or shall gedi al gabei shida teva umigdol sheachaz bahen etaor mipneshu mecharech. He says, "Horsin or shall gedi." You can spread out the skin of a goat on top of your shida. It's like a, a chest, wooden chest, teva, like a box for storage. Migdol. It's like a, a closet. It means tower, but it's like a tall closet. Sheachaz ben etaor that the fire is starting to get onto this wooden kli. Because this goat skin is going to kind of block the fire. It's going to singe. So goat skin will singe, but not catch on fire. So it kind of blocks the fire from seizing hold of these wooden kalim. So we're going to see the concept in this Mishnah is we can do things that are preventative to, to prevent the spread of a fire without actually extinguishing. And of course, as we mentioned yesterday, that if there's actual danger to life or limb, or the fire might spread or get to the gas lines or whatever it is, then it's certainly mutter and a mitzvah to put it out on Shabbos. 
Uh, these these Mishnayot are really talking about a time when all the houses were stone, and having a kitchen fire in a stone house when you know most of the utensils are stone, it wasn't really a sakana. It wasn't really a danger to other people or to the neighbors because the, eventually the fire would kind of run out of fuel. The mission continues, V'osin mechitza b'kolakalim, and you can make a wall, a firewall, with any kalim, any utensils, bein malayim, bein rekonim, whether they have water or liquid in them, or they're empty, b'shvil shalotav or adaleka, so the fire won't pass. So if you fill up a bunch of pots full of water, then it's hard for the fire to spread past that firewall. Rabbi Yossi oser b'kli cheres chodoshim, he says, don't use new earthenware kalim, malayim mayim, with water inside, they can't withstand the heat of the fire, and they're going to break, and then, of course, the water will spill out and put out the fire. So the Bartner points out from the Gemara that Rabbi Yossi holds gram kibui is usr, that causing indirectly the extinguishing of the fire is usr. The other sages disagree, and the halacha is not like Rabbi Yossi, so the other sages would allow someone to use even new earthenware kalim that might break from the heat, full of water. And it's, this is he's not doing it himself, but he's leaving these kalim with water in the path of the fire or making a wall around the fire in the kitchen so it can't spread. And if the fire does try to spread past this firewall, the water will help extinguish it. So too on the Sarbatevet, while we're thinking about the siege of Yerushalayim thousands of years ago, we should identify the areas of danger in our own life, in our own personality, and work to make barriers around those so we can start uh, start working on improving the areas of our life that are uh, not doing the best.